The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show. In our first half hour today, we're going to talk about all of us 10%ers, including me, or more than that or less, who are left-handed. My guest is Dr. Howard Kushner, and his new book is On the Other Hand, Left Hand, Right Brain, Mental Disorder, and History. Dr. Howard Kushner is the Nate C. Robinson Robertson Distinguished Professor of Science and Society Emeritus at Emory University and the John D. Adams Professor of History Emeritus at San Diego State University. He's a visiting scholar in the Laboratory of Comparative Human Cognition at the University of California, San Diego, and he's the author of A Cursing Brain, The Histories of Tourette Syndrome and American Suicide, A Psychocultural Exploration. Today we're talking about his book, On the Other Hand, about being left-handedness, left-handed, and what that means. Welcome, Howard. Thank you, Patricia. Happy to be talking to you. Yeah. Why is left-handedness still viewed as a negative trait? I mean, I, I, I don't see it that way personally, but I guess it still is. Yeah, through most of the world it is. And um, diversity is often seen as threatening. And so left-handedness is always seen as something that can't be explained and therefore must come from the profane rather than the sacred. Plus, there's this notion in the world, in the history of humans, of um, either or. And so, um, so the left-handedness became the other. In many ways, the treatment of left-handedness is the same way we treated many other learning disabilities, where at first they were seen as um, sick and, and sometimes retarded. And then later, it uh, turned out that the way they were treated had as much to do about as the fact that the way they were treated had as much to do as anything else about the way they ended up feeling and acting. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's a, it's a long, um, now, now, connection. Now in years ago, I mean, there were people who were left-handed who were forced to write with their right hand. Now I'm a baby boomer. I didn't experience that. And I just don't have a great handwriting <laughs> left-handed, but I never experienced any kind of, I guess you'd use discrimination. No one ever told me I had to use my right hand. But I, and I'm an early boomer, so you know it must have been yeah. the generation before us. It was. It was my mother's generation. My mother was forced to use her um, right hand. She had been left-handed and for sewing and writing and eating. And as a result, it affected her coordination. I have really. Lots of, yeah, I have lots of people who've written to me to say that what happened to them. They were humiliated in school. They were hit with rulers in some schools. Oh. Their hand was tied behind their back. Remember the King's speech? The, yes. Um, the yes. Well, the king, the king was forced to move from uh, 
being right-handed when he was seven and eight and eight years old um, to being uh, right-handed from being left-handed. Left, and there's still yeah. pictures of him playing. Yeah, and oh. and so that contributed to his stuttering. No question about that. In I fact, didn't know in that. The, in fact, I in the nineteenth. In the early 20th century, um, there were many more stutterers in the United States than there are now. And at, mm-hmm. uh, at the University of Iowa, the um, heads of speech pathology were treating these stutters, and they saw so many of them had been switched that they wondered what would happen if they switched them back to their happened? left hands. Their, their stuttering went away. Really? In almost all cases. It was, it's amazing. And then that sort of research sort of got lost because other kinds of psychological theories were dominating That's American amazing. psychiatric training. Oh. So, so is it is it a handicap, Howard, or is it an advantage? You know, kind of like I the think, bright, you know, the bright kid in the room that's unusual. Well, I, because for so long, the assumption was that left-handedness was a sign of intellectual and social inferiority. Mm. Um, this discrimination itself uh, account. It, you know, is one of the reasons that left-handers uh, didn't do as well because they were kept in the back of the room. They weren't called on, sometimes put dunce caps on. So mm. it was, the treatment was quite horrible. And these people that have written to me, um, even though it happened years and years ago, they're still very much traumatized by the memories of these things. So, mm-hmm. so left-handers um, were put in a position where it became self-fulfilling that they wouldn't do as well in academic courses. And then... Uh, on the other hand, they had this long tradition of a minority of people who argued that left-handers were more creative. Uh, and um, Yeah, I mean, why the, the stigma? Uh, why? Just because everybody was well, right-handed? I mean, what's the reason? Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you know how we deal with difference in this country um, and in other countries as well. So in a way, uh, the way left-handedness is treated is kind of a barometer of um, how permissive a society is. The more permissive, the more left-handers. So the reports oh. of numbers of left-handers in the society probably reflects the levels of discrimination or lack of discrimination there. So, so if so, we look at European countries or other countries that are more liberal, would we see more left-handers? Yes. yes. Like, and, uh, I'm I think thinking that, like and, Scandinavia, and we, and we maybe? Historic, well, we look at Asia, you know, we, until recently the Chinese claimed uh, that they had no left-handers in China at all. Wow. And, which, of course... That's reported. Um, and they create a society where they're trying to get hundreds of thousands of people um, to, to work side by side. So it's more expensive to make allowances in schools and other things for what left-handers need. Um, and so the rates are incredibly low, but those rates reflect the values of the, of the society, not necessarily the absolute rates of left-handedness. And the interesting thing about China lately is it turns out that being a left-handed ping-pong player is a great advantage, and the Chinese are really? leaders of the world ping-pong. So all of a sudden, they've been influencing people to say, okay, it's all right to be left-handed mm-hmm. ping-pong. What, Howard, what are some of the countries that are more permissive in terms of left-handedness and liberal in general? Would it be more like Scandinavia, for example? Well, it's the West. Yeah, it would be Scandinavia, but it would be in the 1940s, the French government passed a rule in the General Assembly made illegal to... Um, discriminated against left-handers, but it continued anyhow. Um, And so uh, Australia, the United States, places like that um, have uh, Germany today. 
Um, But nevertheless, they still have a long tradition of discrimination against left-handers, not so far beyond anyone's memory. And then, in the, you know, an interesting thing is, you take Chinese immigrants and other Asian immigrants, where the suicide, where the sorry, where the left-handed rates are seen as low, and you put them, say, into the United States and look at the same population as they move, their rates go up. So obviously, it's not uh, the 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 rates really reflect the uh, attitudes as opposed to some real. Uh, yeah, really interesting. Now, let's look at the exceptionally talented and creative. Are they, sure. is that so? Is that so? And and not only the question is, who are some of our famous left-handedness, left-handeders, I guess you call it? Yeah, well, the last five, of the last ten presidents, five have been left-handed. Really? No, yeah, not the current one, of course. Um, and um, so... That's quite interesting, and if you, there are many famous people who are left-handed. Um, the question is, are there more than, that they stand out, but are there actually more than there are right-handers? Probably not, but nevertheless, it gives people a kind of sense who are left-handed, who, are, who had been subject to discrimination, it gives them some sense of pride to realize that other people uh, are left-handed who quite creative. There was a movement at been, the turn of the left. And I, oh, sorry. I just want to ask you, has there been studies that there, you know, have you looked at left-handed people in terms of creativity and measurement and maybe yes. emotional intelligence? Mm-hmm. And, and? Um, well, first of all, it does depend on how you define left-handed, right? So if you have a sort of loose definition and it becomes, you know, for, do you use a left foot? Do you, do you play golf with your left hand? Do you play tennis with your left hand? Do you sew with your left hand? Um, so it depends on what you include as a left-hander, and that influences the outcome. But I would say the great advantage that you can find for left-handers are, uh, one is sports, particularly in the West. So mm. batting and playing first base, tennis, those things really have an advantage. Part of the advantage comes from surprise. In other words, everyone's used to the other side. So I know when I play tennis with someone, if they don't know I'm left-handed, it takes them a few minutes to realize why the ball's always going to the right hand. Mm. And left-handers do seem to be better at mathematics, right? Oh. But it's hard to be sure if these claims are really um, how strong they are. Um, but there's been a lot of people writing about that. Um, certainly the real great advantage of being left-handed is that you can multitask, right? Because left-handers often right use both their hands anyhow so uh, and there was a big movement at the turn of the century um uh, the last century um led by the leader of the british boy scouts and others that argued that you should make people ambidextrous because if they use both their hands they'll be using both sides of their brain and therefore everyone will gain so from time to time these kinds of things uh, float to the surface um and um so there's even an argument that that college-educated left-handers earn 15% more than right-handers. Um, but it's been, it's been put around, and they also, left-handers can learn to type faster, the QWERTY system, than, um, than uh, right-handers. So, um, I'm a left-hander, that, and I know you said yes. you are too. Um, right. And I'm, I'm highly creative, and I can multitask. No question, but my handwriting is really not good. So I, I usually am, as we talked, you know, off air, I'm on the computer or I'm on my phone in terms of typing. I'm much better there. I don't keep a calendar because of the handwriting and I lose it. I keep everything uh-huh. documented on the computer or on the phone. Everything. All the calendars, everything. And that works yeah, well, for that's, me. 
Me too. Um, and also, I can't read my handwriting. I think the reason is is that even if a left-hander is allowed to be right, left-handed in writing, yeah. nevertheless, the, the way the desks are shaped or the way you have to oh, put your hand across it. And, and for instance, when, when, I, when I, we're probably the same generation, and as a result, we used to use ink pens um, to learn how to write. And if you're left-handed, you'd smear across the, the page while you're writing. So that's why some left-handers are going to go to break. Yeah, we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about, you know, left-handedness and maybe some of the advantages that we have and, you know, why this book is so important for people and why you wrote it. So I really want to get into that. The name of the book is, On the Other Hand, Left Hand, Right Brain, Mental Disorder, and History, written by Howard Kushner, who is my guest. And he is the Nate C. Robertson Distinguished Professor of Science and Society Emeritus at Emory University, the John D. Adams Professor of History Emeritus at San Diego State University, and he's a visiting scholar in the Laboratory of Comparative Human Cognition at the University of California in San Diego. And he's authored other books, and the book we're talking about today is On the Other Hand, Left Hand, Right Brain, Mental Disorder, and history. So we'll be back right after the break with Dr. Howard Kushner, the author of On the Other Hand. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. I'm busy, and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. are listening to the Patricia Raskin show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin show. Hi everyone, and welcome back. And we are talking about being left-handed using your left hand and what that means. The book is, on the other hand, Left Hand, Right Brain, Mental Disorder and History by Howard I. Kushner, who is the Nate C. Robertson Distinguished Professor of Science and Society Emeritus at Emory University and the John D. Adams Professor of History Emeritus at San Diego State University. He's also a visiting scholar in the Laboratory of Comparative Human Cognition at the University of California in San Diego. And he's the author of A Cursing Brain, The Histories of Tourette Syndrome, and American Suicide, A Psychocultural Exploration. And the new book, again, is On the Other Hand, Left Brain, Right Brain, Mental Disorder, and History. Okay, so Howard, uh, welcome back. Thank so, you. yeah, tell us, why was it important for you to write this book? And I understand that yesterday was left-handed in day, so tell us all that. Yeah, um, well, I mean, the left-handers day comes from the idea that in Britain and other places, they would have these stores for left-handers only. They started in the 1960s and 70s, actually 70s. And um, I guess a result of the long history of maltreatment of left-handers in schools and other things here was a point of pride. And they would do the, some of the things that left-handers always do, look for other left-handers, um, see important left-handers in history. But the reason I got interested in it were, were two. One is I, I am left-handed and my mother had been forced to switch. And so uh, I wondered why I had been um, and why people were at all. And the second was I had, I had been working on my Tourette's uh, syndrome book and working at the Memorial Hospital, Rhode Island, in a clinic for um, movement disorders, including Tourette's syndrome and attention deficit. And I noticed that many of the our young patients seem to be left-handed, more than 10% of our population. And so I thought this would really be interesting uh, to find out why this was so and to check it out. And so I spent, um, well, I did other things along the way. I spent a considerable amount of time trying to find the answer to this question. In fact, the real question is, why are there any left-handers at all um, among other primates and uh, and other mammals? They're left pawed or right hand, or right pawed by mm-hmm. um, 50-50, but humans have this 90 or 80 or 88% versus 10 or 12%. And, and where one side's dominant. No other animal is like that. And mm. what's interesting is, you know, why is that so? And what does, what's it do for us? Do you think and our brains are different? Do you think our brains are wired differently if we're left-handed? It may be that for some, not all left-handers are actually right-brained, only 18%. And then 5% of right-handers are also right-brained, most of them being left-brained. So, so it's, the hand is a proxy for for brain sizeness, but not necessarily a very strong or robust one. Um, and so, therefore, the action is probably the ones that are different are the ones that are right-handed and right-brained and left-handed and right-brained. 
And that's a small minority of both groups, but it's still a sizable number of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but the, in terms of the brain, the question is, what else is like left-handedness? And the thing that, that left-handedness goes with that's only human, like left-handedness, is language. Um, communication, all animals communicate. But mm-hmm. in terms of having a, having a language, right, that's, that's different, grammar. And part of the reason is, is that humans were able to develop, eventually evolve into people who stood on two legs rather than on using uh, four hands. And, and were able to use gesture for those freed hands, which led to language. And left-handedness is part of that whole gesture. Um, and so there must be some advantage for left-handedness to be here who would have disappeared. Mm. So let's talk about um, let's talk about other countries too. I mean, we talked a lot okay. about what's happened in this country, but what about other countries? Well, I mean, in in traditional societies, is another way to look at it. Um, there has been a much stronger uh, resistance to accepting left-handers as full, uh, reasonable people. And there's been a the movement to switch them, just as it has been in, in uh, had been in the United States, Britain, and other countries, is still strong in these countries, and also among more traditional peoples. The Zulu of South Africa do everything they can to stop a child from reaching with their left hand, from using their left hand, and if they the child refuses, they use extreme methods like digging a hole, filling it with boiling water, and forcing the child to put his left hand in so he can't use it after that. Mm. Oh, remember, mm. remember, that's, oh, that's, awful. that's pretty, that's, that's pretty hard. I think, right, but on the other hand, societies that are more permissive um, tend to accept left-handers in a um, much more open way. And whether we're moving in that direction entirely, I, I don't know, but it's certainly been a long history of humans discriminating against left-handers. Now, excuse me, um, what about um, African-American male left-handers um, versus it, it, European-American? Yeah. I'm, glad you, I'm glad you brought that. It's a very important issue, actually, because African-American males seem to have a higher suicide rate than, I'm sorry, suicide rate, my brain is on my old books, I have a much yeah. higher left-handedness rate um, than non-African-Americans. And the question is, why is that? Well, part of it is is that no one was trying to shift African-Americans traditionally to eat or write with their um, right hand rather than their left hand because, one, during slavery, slaves weren't supposed to write, and no one cared much about the eating habits of, of their slaves. And later on, it turns out that no one paid much attention. The studies that were done in the 1930s, 40s, 50s, 60s, um, remember, the school system was segregated, so African-Americans weren't looked at very carefully. But in studies that were done at Howard University, looking at African-American males and looking at um, Caribbean African males, it turned out that the rates were much higher, which suggests that without interfering against le- normal left-handers, the rates would probably be a lot higher than, than maybe 12%. Um, and... And the other thing is, in the African-American community, apparently, there was a, uh, a sense that being left-handed was a kind of rebellious way uh, to do things. So it was looked up upon by uh, young African-American males. Interesting. Yeah. It is. Um, and, you know, the, it may very my 
the last of the last ten presidents of the United States, five have been left-handed, and um, my goal is to see. I'd love to see the uh, the next left-handed president. Uh, and I, who were they? Winfrey who has, they? has who mentioned that. Howard, who were they? Who were they? The presidents? Mm-hmm. Um, they're Kennedy. Um, I'm sorry, I have my list here. Uh, the, the older George Bush, Barack mm. Obama. Mm. Um, uh, I guess it's five. I didn't mention all five. Hmm. Um, you said Kennedy, Barack Obama, and the older Obama. George Bush. You mentioned three. Yeah. Well, there are five, but I, my brain is empty right. right now. It's all right. Um, well, interesting. Very interesting. Right. So, so um, what should be, what's the message here for people who are left-handed? Uh, I think the message is... What do you want the takeaway to be? Well, one is, is that um, just because people have something that physically is different, Right, it doesn't mean that we that we should fear that difference or discriminate against it. And I think left-handers just have to resist, as many have now, um, the idea that there's something inferior about them. On the other hand, probably an attempt to make things um, to make up for things that were lost. There's probably an over-exaggeration uh, of the of being left-handed in terms of um, other kinds of skills. Um, so. Probably the thing we we can hope for most of all is that um, we accept difference in society without necessarily judging it one way or the other. I just looked up the left-handed presidents, and sorry, there yes. were eight, and they are yeah. Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, right. George H.W. Right, Bush, the older Bush, Ronald Reagan, right. Gerald Ford, right, Reagan. Harry Truman, Herbert Hoover, and James Garfield, eight of them. There we go. Okay, there we go. So that would make us think that you know, if there's something special about being left-handed. Um, as far as we know, none of those people were forcibly switched, so maybe the lesson for all of us is accept the difference and see where it takes us mm-hmm. rather than re- mm-hmm. repress it. Yeah, it says over the last 15 presidents, four, of seven of them, 47% have been left-handed. When they say that right. the global percentage is 10%. So only right. one in 10 people are left-handed. While in the modern era White House, almost one in two have been left-handed in the White House. Yeah. Interesting. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, my guess is from the work we've been doing that there are many more than 10% left-handers in the society to begin with. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's, it's really fascinating material. So what, um, what would you like to leave our listeners with? I mean, what would you like in, in terms of this book? Or the other question would be how this ties into some of the other books that you've done as, as well. Yeah, I think the, uh, I think that the the main message was is that the damage produced by discrimination against left-handers is much greater than whatever pathology may have resulted from left-handedness. So, okay. but in terms of the other my other work, they're all about the same issue, which is. How do we classify something as left-handed or as someone having a dis- particular disorder, mm-hmm. um, right? And the, and whoever controls the definition of a of a behavior, right, um, can have a lot of, a lot of influence on the way we understand it, and yeah, that's particularly and, and true, um, right? Yeah. So therefore, certain yeah. behaviors, right, that can be seen as abnormal, 
because the society doesn't accept them may be perfectly normal. You remember that, after all, it was only uh, 20 years ago that in psychiatry that homosexuality was considered a disease as Mm -hmm. well. Yeah, fascinating. Fascinating. Howard, how can people find your books? And we have to close. So how can people find your books and and find you? Well, it's on on Amazon and on on the other servers like um, Barnes & Noble. Johns Hopkins, they could write directly to. The book isn't officially out, the new book, until um, uh, September 10th. All right. On the yeah. other hand, left brain, left hand, right brain, mental disorder, and history. Thank you so much, Howard Kushner, for being on the program. Thank you so thank much you. for having me. Thank you. All right, okay. stay on the line for a minute. Okay. All right, folks, stay tuned. Our next interview is coming up right here on The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.